Welcome to the Refine Your Health podcast with Dr. Dion. I'm a primary care physician, and now I can happily add podcaster. Tune in to each episode to hear great information on improving health outcomes, disease prevention, and overall community health advocacy. Thanks for listening. Now let's jump into today's episode to improve your health. Hello, listeners. This is your host, Dr. Dion, and thanks for checking out this episode of Refine Your Health. I hope everyone's new year is going well. Today's episode is called Mask Up. I wanted to provide this episode for my listeners because the Center for Disease Control recently came out with updated guidelines or recommendations, shall I say, for the different types of masks, what should be worn and how they should be worn which provide the highest level of protection versus the least protection. First and foremost, I would like to say is that the Center for Disease Control recommendation overall is that everyone should be wearing a mask that provides the best fit, the best level of protection and comfort for an individual that will allow them to wear the mask correctly as well as consistently on a daily basis. The most important thing about the mask is that According to the CDC is that it has shown that masks and respirators decrease the transmission of COVID-19. However, the CDC just updated these mask guidelines. And the reason for many experts that are, that are out there state that the recent update has recently been made because different types of masks are made available now on the market compared to when we initially entered the pandemic. So Let's get into what the current recommendations are in regards to masks. I would like to start off with the recommendations of how the CDC outlined it on their website. First and foremost, with the least protection type of masks and go up to the highest level protection. So I will say I will rate these one being least protection up to four being the highest level of protection. So let's first talk about the least level protection with the type of masks that are available. And number one, that is the loosely woven cloth product. Secondly, there is a layered finely woven product. The next level of mask, which is the third level, are well-fitted disposable surgical mask and KN95 mask. And lastly, the highest level protection that has been designated by the Center for Disease Control are well-fitting masks that have been approved by an organization called the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, or better known as NIOSH approved mask. This includes the N95s that so many people have heard about in the media. So now that we went through the different levels of protection in regards to the different types of masks, regardless of what mask is chosen for it to be effective, it has to be the proper fit. It needs to fit over your nose, your mouth and chin and prevent leaks. I can't tell you how many times I've seen out in public or in the office where individuals either have the max beneath their nose or not even covering beneath their chin. So if it's not properly worn, it's not providing the best protection and the most effective protection for you. Also, masks that have multiple layers and made of tightly woven fabric are beneficial as well as having Masks that have nose wires that allow you to pinch it across the nose so it can properly fit snugly across your nasal bridge. 
Also, it needs to be some type of breathable material because if you're not comfortable and feel like you can't breathe, that's one of the biggest complaints that I hear from individuals either in public or in the office is that I have to put it beneath my nose or above my chin so I can breathe, but it is not the appropriate mask. And if you feel like you can't breathe in it and if you feel like it's not comfortable. So again, I like to reiterate what an individual should do in regards to making sure that they're wearing a properly fitted mask. So your mask should not have gaps around the size of the face and the nose. The mask should not have valves or vents or findings on the exterior of the mask, especially for the reason of that if a person is wearing that particular mask and let's say they are infected with COVID-19, they are at risk for exhaling those viral particles out into the atmosphere and into the air and potentially transmitting the virus to other individuals. So that's why it's recommended that you not wear a mask with a valve or a vent. The other recommendation is that masks not be single layer fabric, that it's basically is recommended that it should be multi-layer fabric and that it should not be wet or dirty material because that can impact the effectiveness of the mask. Also, again, just like I mentioned earlier, avoid masks that makes it difficult to breathe. Also, what has been shown to be beneficial is having fabric or material of a mask that protects against light. Let's talk about the recommendations for children. The Center for Disease Control recommends that children age two or older should be wearing a mask regardless of vaccination status and that is not recommended for individuals to wear a mask less than two years of age. And the same applies for children as it does for adults as far as making sure that you have an appropriately fitted mask and that it is made of the appropriate material as far as providing the levels of protection and that it also is comfortable and the proper fit for the child. I wanted to make parents aware that the CDC states that there are no recommended N95 masks that are out there for children because they have not been broadly tested in children. So it's more so the recommendations for adults in regards to N95s, even though the N95s may come in smaller versions, it is not something that is recommended for children because of lack of testing across the board in, in children. Now, I know many of you individuals out there have seen individuals wearing these clear masks and some of them almost look like superhero shields that they place down over their face. But in regards to recommendations by the CDC, it is something that is not routinely recommended unless they recommend a clear or cloth mask with a clear plastic panel for individuals that may be deaf and read lips. They're used for young children or students who are learning to read or may be learning a new language or people with disabilities. So that's when those particular masks are often used and potentially recommended for those individuals with disabilities or who may be in a learning environment. In addition, I like to make mention of individuals who may want to double mask. So it's not recommended that you wear like a N95 and a KN95 and thinking that you're going to get max protection because those masks are considered higher level of protection compared to a cloth mask. 
is recommended that you either wear one or the other. However, there is recommendations by the CDC if you're trying to get a better fit or provide a little bit extra protection if you want a double mask. And that's if you're using two particular masks, the disposable mask as well as a cloth mask. So you can either wear those two masks together and you can wear the disposable mask underneath and have a cloth mask on the top. Or you can combine the cloth mask or a disposable mask with what we call a mask fitter or a brace to allow the mask to fit more snugly across the face to prevent, you know, those leaks and gaps around the mask. So that is probably the only instance where you could double mask and use those different types of masks, the disposable or the cloth mask, or use one or the other using that fitter or brace. So do not try to use like a disposable mask and a clear mask or a two cloth mask or a N95 and a cloth mask or KN95 and a cloth mask. So I want to remove that myth that you use those alternatives thinking you're going to get the max protection. But in essence, based on the recommendations by the CDC, if you use the alternatives other than what's recommended as far as the the double masking or using the fitter or brace, you may have more difficulty, you know, breathing and things of that nature, which you are trying to prevent when you're trying to consistently wear a mask on a daily basis and be comfortable. So now let's transition to talk a little bit more in detail about the highest level of protection of masks, which we'll start off with level three, where you talk about the KN95 respirator mask. And the reason the KN95 masks are talked about as far as one of the higher level of protection against COVID is that is most widely available respirators that meet international standards. However, I would like to mention is that according to the National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health is that even though KN95s are considered a higher level of protection, let's say, than the cloth mask, there are some that are out there that are poor quality. And according to the NIOSH is that 60% of those KN95s did not meet the appropriate requirements or standards that they intended to meet and they can filter varying levels of particles in the air depending on the standard that they were trying to meet and the interesting thing is they can be attempting to reach a certain standard but not have a particular quality requirement now let's talk about the highest level protection which is the NIOSH approved masks which include the N95s and these particular masks or respirators are helpful in filtrating up to 95% of the particles in the air. Now I want to make sure that I emphasize that it has to be a NIOSH which is a United States organization that approves these particular masks or respirators and that there are some counterfeits that are out there. And so I want to make sure that individuals are aware of that before purchasing or considering purchasing N95 because it should have such things on it as N95 marking, a TC approval number, a filter model number, a certain type of designation like, you know, N95 and to make sure 
that you have an idea that you're purchasing, I should say, the appropriate type of N95 that's approved by this quality or standard organization that oversees these types of masks. So I'll make sure that I put the link for this in the show notes so you can have access to see what is considered NIOSH approved N95 masks versus the the counterfeits that are available on the market out there. And there will not be an FDA approved mask. So if you see that, that's also a counterfeit as well, because I've seen some mention of that in uh, certain articles. Now, individuals ask about, can you reuse an N95 mask? And there was an article that was put out by CNN when the recent guidelines came out and they had a couple of experts. One was uh, Aaron Bromage, an associate professor of biology at the University of Massachusetts, Dartmouth. And she mentioned that you can reuse the mask. The reason is that they mentioned that most particles can die within a few hours after removing uh, the mask. And this process occurs even faster when it's exposed to sunlight. But she recommends against placing it in the microwave or oven to assist with this process and states that the reusing of the N95 mask may be beneficial for individuals that are part of the general public. However, if you're part of the medical profession and you are concerned about cross-contamination going from one particular patient or one particular area to the other, then you may want to consider changing up masks. Otherwise, she even mentioned that she uses her mask for an extended period of time. In addition, there was another professor that was in the same article, a Lindsay Marr, a professor of civil and environmental engineering at Virginia Tech. And she mentioned that she often uses her N95 mask for up to one week, but recommends that you don't wash it because that can impact the material on the mask and impact filtration. It mentions that you should have disposed of the mask, especially if there is any issues of, you know, rubbing it or poking holes in it, that you should dispose of the mask because that decreases the effectiveness of the mask as far as level of protection. But both agree that any type of you know, material on the mask, if it's dirty, if it's greasy, things of that nature, that the mask should be disposed of because it's impacting the material of the mask as well as the filtration capacity. And if that's impacted, that decreases its level of protection against the virus. So I know I gave a lot of information about the different types of masks, but the main thing is to know which mask provides the least protection versus the highest level of protection, recognizing counterfeits. And the other important points is that you should choose the appropriate mask that works best for you to give you the highest level of protection. And that may be dependent on if you are taking care of someone sick with COVID, if you have underlying medical conditions, if you're a frontline worker, if you have a tendency to take public transportation, things of that nature. So you should choose the mask that's going to provide the best fit, the best level of protection and minimize any type of issues where you can't consistently wear it and feel like you can breathe in the mask. So before I get out of here, make sure that you protect yourselves. The goal is to correctly and consistently wear a mask that works best for you and hopefully decreasing the spread of this virus since it appears that we're going into year three of this pandemic. And now we're having different variants of the virus that 
are coming out. So we want to maximize protection as much as possible to decrease the risk of individuals throughout this country and the world. And thanks again for checking out this episode. And please don't forget to subscribe and please feel free to share the episode with friends and family. And this is your host again, Dr. Dion. Take care. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please subscribe and feel free to tell your family and friends to check out the podcast. And remember, this podcast is for educational purposes only and the thoughts and opinions do not constitute medical advice.